Talking Dogs on Thursday with Barry Drake. For all the latest Greyhound racing news, check out grisland.ie forward slash Talking Dogs. Hello and welcome along to episode 19 of Talking Dogs on Thursday with myself, Barry Drake. I was very fortunate to be in Shelburne Park on Saturday night uh, for the Winter Racing Festival. We've seen a number of high-class performances throughout the night and one greyhound that was certainly a very popular winner was the brilliant Redzer um, Art Furt, who put on another powerful display uh, when finishing well to take the 750 yard race and um, he's been trained um, outstandingly well over his career by um, Kerry trainer Brendan Monsell and uh, we'll say hello to Brendan now who kindly joins us on this week's podcast Hello Barry uh, Brendan we'll start with congratulating you on uh, another big race success um, in, in Dublin on Saturday night and uh, we all know that the, the Kerry guys like to win in Dublin Yeah look at this you know it's great to have a dog running on the, we say the winter festival night and to, to to win a race there is, you know, it, it's what it's all about. And we're delighted to, to go up and take part and to pull it off then. It, it shortened the journey home, so it was great. Yeah, I'm sure it did. And um, it was an eventful race. He went into the race as one of the, the leading fancies. And, um, you know, he'd done it the hard way. Um, obviously, there was a small bit of, of crowding up front. But at the same time, he, he was really starting to motor at that stage. He was, look, he was coming, he got slightly held up at the second bend and um, look, he he was probably lucky on the night that there was trouble in front. Um, I think he was back a bit too far to catch Belly Mac Mac Wisdom, you know, if she she had the clear run, I don't think we'd have pulled her back. But look, there's nights when you have, the luck doesn't go your way and there's nights that it does and we were delighted, you know, to get there and, you know, you you take the, the luck when it comes. You sure do, because um, normally it goes against you. And just tell us about his career, because he's enjoyed um, some some great nights um, in the world of greyhound racing. He's now an eighteen-time winner, and um, you know spe- special performances um, throughout his career, really. Yeah, look, I suppose we started him off in his career, and he ran his first race in Cork, and it was an on-race day in Cork, and like he was doing twenty-eight forty, twenty-eight thirty around Tralee for us. And going into the stake, we were hopeful that we'll, you know, that we he'd run a, uh, he'd run well through the, through the competition. But on the first round, he got knocked upside down because he just, you know, didn't come out when flying into the bend and met traffic and toppled over. But you know, we probably ran his first fifteen races over the wrong distance for the dog. But it was a case of we thought he'd mature and that he'd get his trapping right. But he never did for five to five. You know, he was never going to be a 5 to 5 dog. He was always doing in trials. He did a trial there in Tralee where he did 28.05, but that was all in solos. Well able to do the the, race, or the, tri- the time, but was probably poor in manoeuvring around dogs. And so it was only when we stepped him up to the 750 that he started showing his true potential. Yeah, and one performance that springs to mind um, for for me watching in was that um, track record performance um, in September of 2019 when he won by 11 lengths. That must have been a real highlight as well in his career for you. That was the the, the first track record that he broke in, in Shelburne, was it, for the Conical Cullen? Yeah. Yeah, and like he did 41, I think 41 or 9 or something. And, do you know, look, we knew he had the legs. Like, he won in Cork. His first 750 was in Cork. 
and he won by I think to something like 12 or to actually 16 lengths in 41-36 and like he took a little bump that night but once he got in front he just accelerated and pulled away and you know we went on to Kilkenny he won by 12 lengths again and you know it was he was showing that's where it was but like definitely breaking the first track record and to break it in Shelburne you know I remember that night the dog was tested after the race because he, he won the final and they were kind of saying look it didn't too often you, win a, you, bre- you break a record in Dublin so it was great yeah it sure was and uh, that 4086 run as well was it was a phenomenal run yeah and on Derby night was you know look at to have a dog again running Derby night was great and to do that night and in such a hot field going up we were kind of saying look if we came, came third in that race we'd be you know you'd nearly settle for it and for him to come out and basically destroy the field that night the way he did it it was you know it was one of those proud moments of the dog and you know he, he kind of showed his class on the right night yeah, and we'll 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 finish up in in terms of Reds are Erfurt about that um or that special evening across the pond. We all seen the the wonderful scenes after he won um the big race uh, across in the UK. Yeah, look at that was it was a new challenge for me. Look at I'd never gone across, and you, you I'd hear about Liam Dowling and all the rest of them going across, and you know it, it was something like we were kind of saying. I said, look, at, I was saying I was talking to the owner, saying, look at how often would you get a dog of this calibre? And I said, look, if somebody else had a decision to go in and, you know, for it to work out and to to, to pull it off, it was, you know, it was, it was a great night. We had a great night there. We stayed over and came back the following day and we celebrated it and, you know, couldn't have asked for better and Parry Bar and the English side of it were extremely good to us. Yeah, outstanding stuff. And uh, tell us what's next uh, for Red Sir Ardfurt. Red Sir now is retiring... He's retired now to the to the, the stud paddock and we're going to put a few bitches to him and hopefully if he throws something near as good as himself we'll be happy. Exciting times ahead. Yeah, yeah. Well actually I, I have two bitches here in the yard and it just happened to be in season so I'm going to start off with them and you know, if people if somebody wants to, to use him, you know, we'd be happy to, to work out something and, and to you know to we'd love to get him established as a stud dog yeah well he certainly deserves his um, chance Brendan he's been a wonderful um, servant for you all and um, he's given us many um, great nights on the track so we're wishing him um, all the success going forward we have to start with um, how it all started um, for, for you Brendan how you got into Greyhounds because I know there's I suppose a great history um, below in Kerry um, you know a lot of people growing up in, in, in Greyhounds whether it's um, coursing or track it just it's it's a real um, stronghold in the country for for greyhounds. It is, and look, at, I suppose I started back. Um, the parents started really back in 1981. They got a um, a bitch from a neighbour, and they bred her, and we had pups from there, and the first litter were good, and they sold them, and they won plenty of races centrally, and they basically got hooked from there. And uh, we're dairy farming here in Ebidorney, and. Um, the cows and dogs kind of go hand in hand they're both seven days a week and it, it was a great um, social outlet for the parents they were at the trolley track every night of the week that it was on it used to be on three nights a week and you were guaranteed that they were there and then they were probably in Cork and Limerick the other night so um, they thoroughly enjoyed it they had great fun they had a dog called Firehide Boy going back through the years I think he went to he was in the semi-final of the Laurels twice and he got knocked over both years in the semi-final and he was well fancy to qualify for the final but that's just the look of it and 
the parents were kind of I was always trucking away with the dogs with the parents and just kind of got hooked in it and kind of kept it going then when the parents passed away I kind of continued from there Yeah it, it's, it's a great bond as well isn't it between we'll say the likes of your parents and, and yourself growing up there was always something to plan about a dog whether it's a trial or a gallop and it, it really keeps you connected Yeah it did look at it and there were times when the, when the cows revolved around the dogs instead of the other way around because you know you were so busy with all the dogs um, it, it it was a, a great outlet and a great kind of social and the fact that, that you know they used to meet so many people through the dogs it's, it's a fantastic social occasion and like it's what greyhound racing in Ireland is all about the family unit compared to the English where they have all these trainers attached to the, the, the tracks and that's that's nearly what we need to preserve and to keep because it, it's what makes Irish racing unique Yes, most definitely. And um, as you said, you continued on after your parents passed away. And I would imagine there's been plenty of good dogs along the way as well. Yeah, we had. Look, we've been lucky. Look, with Cassius King, that won the Project Stakes um, probably two, three years ago now. And before him, we'd Man 21. He won the Puppy Derby in Newbridge. And like he was a, he was in the final of the Puppy Derby in Shelburne, doing 28 seconds all the way up and just didn't get the run in the final. And, you know, we've had... For a small unit, we kind of we say we've bred them and we've turned them out and we've been lucky, you know, to get the right ones. Yeah, and what kind of a, a number of, of dogs would you keep regularly, or we'll say every year, Brendan? We'd keep about thirty, and there'd be about ten in training. Do you know, there'd be different age groups up along, and we'd probably have four brood bitches or five brood bitches that we'd be mating and working that way. But like, look, there's only we say there's two of us here working at the dog, so it has to kind of we can't get too big with it. I understand, yeah. And um, tree track, I know you're heavily involved there, so tree track is is a big part of of your life, I would imagine. It is. Look, at tree is only ten minutes in the road, and it's great. And you know, all along there, we had four nights racing with the two SIS races and the two normal nights. And you know, we've been in a lot of talks with your dollar trying to preserve our two normal nights and it's just something that we don't want the SIS taking over the the, the track nights because like we say on the, on the normal track nights you want to put on the sweeps you want to put on the competitions that draw the, the local people in the SIS have their place but it, it's vital that we preserve the normal nights as well yeah and a track truly track is a track I suppose reno- renowned for, for plenty of stakes and competitions throughout the year it is, and like, you know, like, you know, we have the Lee Strand, we have the Kingdom Derby, which is on at the minute, we have the Unray Stake, and like, outside of them, there's numerous competitions, and, you know, and that's what brings in all the different parishes into the track, and like we say, normally there's a big Lixnar night, there's a big Ebidorni night, and, you know, it's important that we keep that, and, and you know, and, and, and cherish that. Yeah, um, we're wishing you all the luck as well going forward with um, Tralee Track. Always a great track and Kingdom Derby, as you said, ongoing at the moment. And uh, we're really looking forward to that um, going forward. So that's the end of Reds are our first racing career. Have you any other greyhounds um, in the kennel that you're looking forward to at the moment? Yeah, we have a few young ones coming up that hoping that they'll be good enough come next February for the on-race stake. They're showing a bit of promise and we're just taking them handy. And um, yeah, there's two or three of them there where they're starting to show that they have something um, but you know we're, that's what keeps us going that's what gets us up in the morning hoping that we have something for the on-race stake and then that you move on from there and you have something for the rest of the year
we'll be keeping a close eye on your kennel um, obviously it's been a very challenging um, last couple of months here with the whole Covid situation um, Greyhound Racing um, back back in full swing now for, for quite a number of weeks um, it's great for people to, to be racing obviously no crowds um, allowed in at the moment is, is rather disappointing but at the same time as I keep saying um, very important that racing you know got back on track and continuing and, and it's great for people um, to head along to all their tracks um, with their dogs a lot of elderly people as well involved in the sport throughout the country and they're, they're getting great satisfaction of being able to go um, racing it is and look as you say the most important thing is that we're racing if we weren't racing we'd say we'd do anything to get racing so we are racing the elderly folk it's a fright you know they're outside they're, it, it's tough on them for a couple of months and you know the fact that you can't get into the stadium is you know it's probably it's a tough thing but look at i think we just have to put up with it um every industry has been hit and hopefully look at in a month's time or two months time things might start changing and start improving yeah, hope for we'll hope for that. And uh, Brendan, look, it was great to speak to you on this week's pa- podcast. We um, appreciate you taking time out to join us on this week's show, and uh, we're wishing you continued success going forward. Thanks very much, Barry. Thank you. On Friday night at Tralee Greyhound Stadium, the track bookmakers Kingdom Derby got off to a flying start and there was plenty of great performances throughout the night. And uh, now we're going to say hello to Declan Dowling, who is the sales, commercial and operations manager at the Kingdom Greyhound Stadium. And uh, we'll say hello to you, Declan. Morning, buddy. How are you? Very well. Thanks for taking time out to um, speak to us on this week's uh, podcast. Of course, um, the track bookmakers Kingdom Derby, as I said, got underway um, last Friday night, and it's always a special event at Tralee. Absolutely, um, Barry. And, and again, we had we had six very competitive first round heats last night. And I suppose, first of all, I, I, on behalf of the stadium, I'd like to thank the track bookmakers. Uh, when I approached them, they were they were more than willing to come on board the sponsors. So to to Brody Works and to Kieran Burke and, and, and to Berkey Brown, I'd like to uh, express our gratitude to them. And um, yeah, the first rounds were were, were very good, um, Barry. And, and looking forward, obviously, to, to this Saturday night now with the four second rounds. Yeah, and um, always um, a high-class event and, uh, you know, plenty of live contenders for Outright Glory, but I'm sure the addition of the likes of Great Name Dat and Bally Mac uh, Wild for Liam Dowling was was a big attraction. It was, yeah, and, uh, you know, I was I was kind of quite surprised with, with the level of entries, Barry, to be honest, when, when we were clashing with, with the Festival of Racing in Dublin, but... Um, we thought we'd be struggling to get 24 and we, and we got over the 36 which was great to see and um, Liam Dowling being Liam Dowling he um, he doesn't let the dogs lie down too often so it was great that he he put these two into it and, and then went to Dublin and had good success with great name that on the Saturday night and obviously they're back here then on, on um, next Saturday night and um, but outside of, of Liam's too Barry the, the, there's a great sprinkling of, of very good class dogs now so um, I We'll go through them, I suppose, in the heats, but that there's there's plenty of dogs there that have the, put up their hand to, to claim the, the Kingdom Derby crown for 2020. Yeah, and we might just have a quick look back at the opening round in terms of um, Car Greg Toby um, showed plenty of early pace to win, win the opening heat there for Pat Buckley and uh, Edel Moroni. He did, and I suppose, uh, obviously, Pat's dog hadn't been around truly, so he, he handled the track very well and he showed great early pace. and. 
and I'd anticipate that he'll actually improve from his round run the last night. You know, so um, he, he's definitely in there with with a shout. Yeah, the second heat then went away of native Maestro, who was um, making it five wins on the bounce for owner John Kelleher and trainer Graham Holland, and um, he missed the kick um, slightly and uh, showed nice pace to come through and win. He did, and he actually got a bit crowded as well at the second bend, Barry. So he's he's a dog that. Um, that will also improve because again uh, the same as Pat's dog uh, he hadn't been around the track and as his cards shows he, he's a dog that's only getting better with each run you know so he's he's definitely in with a great shout Always great to have local success and then I cash and Gobi uh, for Chris Hulhin winning in 29-12 Yeah Chris is having a phenomenal run here actually at the moment um Barry, he's, he's having runners every night of the week, whether it is in the SIS meetings or, or in the other meetings. He, he's having a great run, and this one is, is, is one of them. And, and um, again, one that will improve going forward is young enough to know and um, in with a shout. And obviously the dog that was second there, I suppose, uh, Barry, knocked the ball, Sid, um, was... was um, he got crowded the first and he got crowded the second but he showed great pace after that so I think that that run will, will definitely bring him on as well yeah definitely one to watch and um, onto the fourth heat and uh, Chris Hulhin doubled up here with uh, Shomer Nath uh, winning in 28-93 um, highly competitive affair once again yeah and Shomer Nath like, has, has done it before actually that dog has 28-30 28-40 in so um, it's no great surprise that he's putting his hand up as well you know and he's He's a dog that can start and he can stay, so he's he's um, he could be a, a local success as well if it goes that way. Yeah, and to heat number five, no race of the night for me in Tralee um, last weekend, and um, great name that, just getting the better of uh, the gallant in for a penny, um, Liam Dowling winning there, but um, the Kieran Lynch train runner lost uh, very little in defeat. Yeah, Kieran's dog actually caught my eye. Um, Barry because again wouldn't have been around the track and, and I think he'll come on a lot from that you know um, and obviously great name that just he looked to be in trouble earlier on but he showed great tone, great pace on the back straight and showed a fierce kick between the third and fourth bend um, took him a good bit to pass the, the um, Kieran's dog but that's a testament I suppose to, to Kieran's dog you know he, he's no slow coach either so it was a great heat and and um, you could see the two of these going all the way to, to, to the final maybe you know? yeah yeah, definitely um, great contest that was and onto the final heat um, last weekend with outnumbered a greyhound that has been um, campaigned in all the big events in recent months and um, he put on another uh, brave display to win in 28-82 and of course he is trained by uh, Marco Donovan a trainer that is making right. great progress right um, again I felt was feeling his way around Barry do you know um he showed great pace to, to the third bin and then he got held up for a while but once he cleared came around the last bin he showed a great burst and came home very strong and, and um, again will be getting stronger so I suppose when we when we go looking at the, the heats the next night we, we'd want to be careful that these dogs are going to improve a lot we'll say the outside dogs when I said the dogs that, that hadn't ran here before do you know yeah, so a lot to look forward to on Saturday night. And um, any thoughts in the first teeth? I would imagine Ballymac Wild will will start as favourite, but um, he he'll he'll have some stiff opposition in the lineup. He will. Um, I suppose the, the main opposition in my in my eyes, Barry, would be the Chris Holhan's pair of dogs, the, the window maker and 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 Cash and Gobi, who we discussed there a few minutes ago. She's she's out in five. 
she's well drawn and, and um, Windowmaker is actually involved in two stakes here at the moment believe it or not he ran again last night in an A2 stake and he qualified for the final of that which which will be run next Tuesday night So and he's back here on Saturday night so he's he's certainly not uh, sleeping too often either but a, a, a dog that's that's improving with every run um I suppose Graham Holland's dog in one again uh, didn't get a clear run the last night, um, so I probably you you probably have to go with Barry McWild, the Cash and Gobi, and uh, it'll probably be a scrap between Noin Hero and, and Windowmaker for for the third qualifying spot. I think. Yeah, an exciting race there for sure, and on to the second um, heat on on Saturday night. Plenty of early pace in this one, um, Declan. There is, and I suppose Barry, to let you know now that the one box will be vacant here. The Drumbeck Dream Dog was withdrawn yesterday, so it's a five-dog heat, um, which will probably make it a bit easier for Shawman if if he shows his early pace. He has a 3.03 and 3.04 down here, down to the bin. So if he gives that kind of a break and with nothing inside him, um, obviously Pat Buckley's dog has has um, did a 3.06 as well the last night, but. It's, it's, I think it's going to be between the two of them um, for the winner spot. A dog that caught my eye the last night was Owen McKenna's locally owned uh, Cool of Any Class. Um, obviously, again, wasn't around the track, but I, he got held up both of the first bin and the second bin, and I thought he, he came home very strong. Um, so I, I'd, I'd be seeing him to qualify as well, do you know? Brilliant stuff. On to the third heath. Um, in for a penny for trainer Karen Lynch. Looks well drawn in, in trap number one. He'll be hoping to make a bold bid from the front, but great name that. Um, back in action here after showing massive pace in Shelburne Park on Saturday night. And you have the likes of outnumbered as well. So this is really um, one of the races of the night. It is, Barry. And it is a tricky enough heat now. Do you know, um, Kieran's uh, in for a penny is, is ideally drawn in one, and he's going to make every use of, of that trap. And. Um, great name that now wouldn't want to be giving him too much of a head start uh, this time because outnumbered is right inside him and, and he'll be going down fairly lively as well so um, you would have to say it's between the three of these um, I wouldn't be so sure of, of, of who would win it now I, I'd, I'd nearly be giving Kieran's dog depending on how how they'll go around the first bin the three of them um, as I just said there in go great name that wouldn't want to be giving him too much of a head start now do you know no, oh, that's for sure. And um, on to the final heat, knock the bowl, Sid looks well drawn um, in trap number one, but it, it's another race where he, he won't have it all his own way. Native Maestro will be hoping to maintain his unbeaten record after trainer Graham Holland. He will, yeah. He will, yeah. Uh, I suppose that the, the trap, um, knock the bowl, Sid, if he can trap anyway fair at all, um, he's going to be, it won't be easy come from behind him now, you know, so... I think the the first spot will be between himself and and, and native maestro, um, the locally trained there, Gerano Jess uh, by Johnny O'Sullivan in Castle Island, a dog that has has good lines of form. Um, I'd nearly fancy him to to pick up the third spot. Do you know? Yeah, so um, it's going to be another exciting night of racing um, in the kingdom on on Saturday night, uh, Declan. It is Barry, and and. Um, I suppose to all the six heat winners, there's 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 two twos and a one and a one. So um, you would be anticipating that they'll they'll progress again, and if they do, you're going to have two very interesting semi-finals in um, on Friday, the following Friday, we'll say. And I suppose just to say as well, Barry, that the final is is down for the Tuesday night, the December the twenty second, which will be a part of the SIS program that night. So people can 
what should an essay anyway, the final going forward you know? Wow that's great news that um, will be a big occasion and it'll be a nice Christmas present uh, for, for someone um, so that's it in terms of the, the track bookmakers kingdom derby um, Declan and of course look we're, we're coming up to the end of the year we've been blessed with some marvellous racing action over the last couple of months and of course we'll be looking forward to the early part of next year as well and, and the juvenile classic at Tralee yeah, when you when you see what what the twenty twenty juvenile has produced, um, if we get half as good as that, Barry wanted, be fantastic. You know the likes of of even Ep- Epic Hero that won the, the ledger there two weeks ago. That dog also ran in the juvenile. Not many people might have known that now. You know um, he was eliminated in the second round. So it just tells you the calibre of, of dog that is attracted. And I know well all the the top owners and trainers. Anyone that has really. Uh, exciting young prospect I suppose that they're aiming for truly in, in on the 20th of February you know so we're really looking forward to that again yeah we sure are always one of the highlights of the, of the entire year and um, it offers us some great clues for, for for the rest of the year so look we'll be looking forward to that and uh, Declan look always great to catch up with you uh, thanks for coming on this week and uh, highlighting the, the Kingdom Derby and uh, we're very much looking forward to the rest of the action and thank you Barry for your great profiling of, of our great sport Brilliant stuff. Thanks very much, Declan. Talking Dogs on Thursday with Barry Drake. For all the latest Greyhound racing news, check out grisland.ie forward slash talking dogs.